and welcome to Very Amusing, your one-stop shop for the stories, secrets, and shenanigans of a popcorn-fueled theme park journalist. I'm Carly Wiesel, and if you are hearing this in real time when it drops, I am currently at Walt Disney World. Ah! I recorded this episode prior to my departure, and by now I've probably seen Epcot's new nighttime show and the final product of all that construction. Oh my god, there might be no walls? <gasps> are there going to be no construction walls? I mean, there has to be some, right? <gasps> are there going to be none? Oh, I'm so excited. <laughs> I'm a little more excited about that than the, one of the reasons I'm going, which is for my baby girl Pearl to be Mickey Mouse. Oh my god, to the big mouse. But Mickey Mouse for the first time and walls being down in Epcot are both extremely exciting. I am recording this in advance and I leave tomorrow and I cannot wait, but I'm going to table all of that for a moment because this week is da 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 shrek Now our makeshift holiday began back in 2020, shockingly. I had to go back and check because it seemed too long ago, but we have been heralding our Green Ogre King for four years now. Four years. I I couldn't I couldn't believe it when I checked it. This is the fourth year of Shrek's number. And today we have an exceptionally exciting episode. But I do want to start at the top of it with a little bit of news. For the past four, truly thought it was three, four years, we have celebrated Shrek's Ember together. And yes, it's a bit of a silly gag, but it also has a serious meaning behind it. It began as a way to garner representation during the holiday season at theme parks. And while Universal <laughs> doesn't even always want to acknowledge that Hanukkah exists still to this day, I love what Shrek's Ember has done for us, which at a minimum has garnered a love and appreciation for this character, which has unexpectedly, kind of in parallel, in tandem, in culture, become increasingly more popular year after year after year. I love Shrek-sember, I love everything about it, but I am reluctant to pursue a month of Swamp Stories for the sake of a laugh when there are more legitimate episodes we could be running during this part of this year. And I do need to admit that we've already kind of reported ourselves into a corner. I mean, we've done it. We've done it all. We've seemingly done it all. I've been to the Shrek water park. I dragged my husband to that weirdly underground Shrek's adventure thing while we were on vacation in London. We've interviewed the geniuses behind Shrek Rave and Shrek Fest and Shrek Retold. And we've had a blast. But this year, I just found that there aren't that many other stories out there that I think make a worthy entire podcast episode. Now, don't worry. Don't worry. Don't worry. We are not abandoning Shrek's ever by any means. We could never. But there's just so much else going on in this theme park sphere right now and stuff I want to talk about that I made the decision to have today's episode be our exclusive only Shrek episode for the year. Now, before you panic, <laughs> Shrek's Ember is not over by any means. Do not forget, Shrek 5 is supposedly coming out at some point in the future, which we could do many episodes about. There's a new DreamWorks animation land that Shrek's a part of that is opening at Universal Orlando Resort in 2024. There is plenty on the way. I just sat down when I was programming things and realized it just felt like for this year, we peaked with this week's episode. And it's better to knock it out of the park once than to put out a podcast episode in a couple weeks that I just can't really stand behind. 
After all, the original intent of this holiday was to shine a light on inclusivity in theme parks, but it's grown so much more from that. Shrek is counterculture. Shrek is a symbol for being yourself, and I respect him so much for it. We now, at long last, have much better Hanukkah merchandise in Disney parks. Good merchandise. Good merchandise that we want. And while we still don't have any solid representation in parades or shows or even character meet and greets, I have to hold out hope that we will get it one day in the future. And that is why Trixember will keep on going year after year. And in the meantime, we will continue on with other pressing theme park stories this month. But we will still dedicate the start of December to our main man, Shrek. Because let me tell you, this episode was the one lone episode I was desperate to get for 2023 Shrek And we got it. It's easily one of my greatest accomplishments. So I hope you enjoy. I'm sending you good Shrek tidings all month long. And stick around because this one is so good. Hey y'all, Darius Rucker here. You know, a lot of people ask me, what inspires your music? And one of the big things is a strong sense of place. That's why I love my home state of South Carolina and want to share the awesome things it has to offer. From the beautiful mountains down to the sunny coast, it's got it all. Not to mention two of my personal favorites, great golf and amazing food. Come see why I love this place. Visit discoversouthcarolina.com. Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. If you spend any time on the internet at all, you remember that back in September, Airbnb pulled off what might be the greatest marketing accomplishment of all time. For one weekend only, they would be allowing a mega fan the chance to win an overnight stay in Shrek's Swamp. And we're not talking a set or a hotel room themed to the swamp. We're talking a photorealistic, extremely accurate, down to the jars on the shelves on the wall, real life recreation of Shrek's literal swamp from the animated films. I mean, listen to how Airbnb announced it. This Halloween, Donkey is swamp sitting for his best pal, DreamWorks Animation's Shrek, and he's rolling out the welcome mat to host fairy tale creatures of all kinds while he's there. Shrek's mud-laden, moss-covered, murky-watered swamp is situated among the rolling hills of Scotland, where guests can stay up late, swap stories, and eat like an ogre. Because in the morning, Donkey's making waffles. Okay, now, questionable intent aside, Donkey renting Shrek's house out from under him without his knowledge is either TikTok hustle culture or a terrible friendship. Either way, something went wrong. But this is truly a once-in-a-lifetime experience. Built into the stump of a tree in a forest deep in Scotland with an actual outhouse, you couldn't even pay your way to get in. It was a contest, and you had to apply for the chance, for the shot at living like a Swamp King for the weekend. If you're listening to this, you likely know firsthand that this announcement broke the internet. It was everywhere that someone would be able to spend the weekend in Shrek's actual home. Airbnb welcomed requests to book, and the Shrek Swamp came and went and nothing. Well, except for Rita Ora's visit, which was a different story and separate from this and actually like got a lot of attention. But 
Someone out there won a chance to see the swamp firsthand. Someone like you and me. And their identity was seemingly a mystery. There were no stories. There was no word. No viral TikTok. No discussion of who actually won this Airbnb contest. Until today. Yes, of course. Of course I hunted down who won this. Are you kidding me? Of course I did everything I could. I flexed every journalistic muscle and I hunted her down. I mean, that's an aggressive way to put it. She was absolutely lovely, as you will soon learn because Amy is the guest on today's podcast. But yes, Amy McElhenney, a graphic designer from Scotland, was the big winner and told me every single detail. And I now get to relay that right back to you. Typically, this is the part of the episode where I would give you a few little hints and tidbits about what you can expect. I'm not doing that today because I want you to hear every detail in real time, just like I did. And I hope that your jaw will drop as much as mine. There is one little surprise which you may have seen online prior to listening to this episode, depending on timing, depending on how quick you are to listen to this. But Amy sent me all of her personal photos from her stay at Shrek Swamp. I will be posting those online. I will hopefully put a link in the show notes of that social media post. If I don't yell at me at 747 Churros, do what you can. I will get that up there. But you can now see what it's like, not in just PR images, which were beautiful, by the way, but see what it's really like to spend the night in Shrek Swamp. So I'm, I'm not going to hold you back any longer. I'm going to turn it over to Amy and quite possibly the most joy I've ever had here on this podcast. Enjoy. Amy, welcome to Very Amusing. Hello, thank you for having me. Now, we have so much to talk about. I I don't think I've ever been this excited to talk to anyone in my whole life. (laughs) I'm excited to tell you. You got to stay at Shrek Swamp. Yes, I did indeed. (laughs) How did this happen? It's a bit of a long story, actually. So my sister got married three weeks ago now. Um, So basically her wedding was the week after the weekend that you could go and stay in Shrek Swamp. It was, um, I don't know if you are kind of familiar with it, but it was a thing that Airbnb did. It was like a promotional campaign. Oh, I am Um, very familiar with it. Yeah. So they basically had it up on Airbnb and you could like apply to book Shrek Swamp. So my whole thing was, I, I wrote them this letter about how my sister and I grew up loving Shrek. Um, we know all the words to the Shrek in the Swamp karaoke dance party, which is at the end of the original video. Um, and yeah, I kind of wrote them this letter saying how great it would be to take her as an early wedding present. Um, and then, yeah, I got, I got this message from Donkey, who is the host of the Airbnb, <laughs> um, asking if I could upload my government issued ID to Airbnb because I hadn't I didn't know that was a thing. So I did that. And then the next day I was invited to book. I never, ever thought that that would actually happen. <laughs> oh, I was my just doing God. it as a, a bit of a laugh. Oh my God. Yeah. So that happened. And then I booked it. And then my sister decided that she didn't want to come to Shrek Swamp <laughs> the week before her wedding. <laughs> So oh no! Oh no! She didn't just day. have like tons of free time to go like no, no, go no, pee in an outhouse. <laughs> yeah, she wasn't so wasn't so keen. <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh! Okay, wait. I have to ask you. So you get a mm-hmm. message from Donkey, like asking for yes. your ID. 
under any other circumstance, that would feel like someone scamming you. <laughs> yes. Well, yes. I, this, the the feeling of being scammed didn't really end there. We were like, it was literally when we were driving to Shrek's home, we were still thinking this could not be real. <laughs> there's, oh. there's a large chance this isn't real. <laughs> How much notice did you have between getting the official invite and going? A week. <gasps> a week? A week. <laughs> and your stay was over Halloween, right? Yes, it was Halloween weekend. So did you have Halloween plans you had to abandon? No, I didn't. Um, but basically, but after my sister told me she couldn't come, then I had a panic trying to find somebody who could come. And everybody I asked had Halloween plans. <laughs> I finally, I found my friends, Amy and Beth, came with me. Um, so there were two Amys, which was a bit confusing. But um, yeah, they didn't, they also didn't have plans. So we managed to make it work. <laughs> oh my gosh. How, were you only allowed to bring two people or do, were they upset that your sister couldn't come? How did that go down? No, it was, yeah, I was really worried that they would, that they would get angry with me for not bringing my sister, but they were totally fine. They were so, so like the Airbnb team were so lovely about everything. They were amazing. Um, and they just said, yeah, if you can find somebody else to come then by all means. So yeah, it was three, it could sleep three people in total. Um, so the other Amy and I shared Shrek's bed and then Beth had like a pull out bed from underneath that she slept up. <laughs> oh my God. How did you, I mean, when you told your friends about this, did you text them? Did you call them? What was that conversation like? Because nobody else has ever had that conversation. <laughs> Very true. Um, <laughs> we have, so I have a group WhatsApp chat with those, the two friends who came and like a larger group of friends. So I was messaging this WhatsApp group. And honestly, if you reread the messages, it, it is hilarious. I'm like taking them through the story I've just told you with like screenshots of my letter to Donkey and everything. And they were all just, they've told me they were like screaming with laughter. They just couldn't <laughs> cope. <laughs> oh my gosh. Were there other friends who didn't have Halloween plans and wanted to go, but they just didn't make the cut? No, actually it worked out pretty well, to be honest. Um, there were people who kind of lived too far away and stuff who would have loved to come, but it just didn't make sense. So everybody was very happy for those of us that did go. And I don't think there are any hard feelings. Okay. Oh, I hope, I hope not. Uh, how, <laughs> so how far away was this from you? Because you mentioned that you were driving. Yeah. So it, it actually isn't very far away at all. So I live in the Highlands of Scotland um, and Shrek's form is also in the Highlands of Scotland. <laughs> Which actually, when you think about it, it, makes sense because Shrek is Scottish. Yeah, of course. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, it's like, so it's in this big estate, like a kind of country estate. Um, and the entrance to the estate is about an hour's drive from my house. And then we, we had to meet people at the entrance who then drove us into like where the swamp actually is, which was like another, I'd say another 40 minute drive. Oh my God. So when you, let's, you arrive at this estate, you are in, mm -hmm. are you in a golf cart? Are you in a car? What, like? No, we're not. Yeah. So we drove ourselves. We okay. all got into Beth's car and she drove us all the way to the swamp. So they like met us in another car. Okay. They drove and we followed them. So once you arrive and you're driving and driving and driving and driving, are you thinking like, this is the end? 
like is there a swap at the end of exactly this? that's what i was saying about being yeah. scammed like we, we were sitting there thinking this this could end horribly what was your initial reaction upon pulling up to a place that we've only seen on tv i honestly i was lost for words i couldn't believe it it looks exactly like the film like it's amazing my jaw dropped we were all just like this i can't believe this is actually real wow it was stunning and once you went in like what you took your first tour what was the first thing you did when you got inside shrek's house <laughs> so yeah so we got we got a little tour there is this uh woman maggie from airbnb who kind of showed us around um obviously it's not huge so the tour didn't take very long <laughs> um and they'd left us all these amazing like this big basket of snacks um and like slippers and we also we got shrek crocs yes <laughs> so the first thing i did was to put the crocs on and then get in shrek well lie on shrek's bed yep yeah <laughs> what else would oh. you do and you were there for only one night correct it was two nights was two nights oh yeah. my gosh so were there any were there any activities planned for you or were they just like enjoy goodbye? Yeah, basically. So they, so Maggie brought us all our meals. So we arrived on the Friday night. Um, she brought us our dinner and we had our dinner and then obviously stayed the night. And then the next day we were just free to do what we wanted. Um, yeah. So no activities planned, but that was actually lovely. It was really it was really relaxing. I know you don't expect Shrek's home to be this sort of retreat but it was it was really lovely was there wi-fi there was wi-fi wow i know he's really upgraded <laughs> yeah. um were the meals themed at all or was it just kind of regular food most of them weren't but breakfast did include waffles of course it has to yeah it was a brilliant touch <laughs> Did you get any sort of like notes from Donkey throughout the stay or was that just a, a before your stay, him reaching out situation? We did. When we arrived, there was a note from Donkey just saying, <gasps> welcome to the swamp and kind of enjoy your stay. I can't remember wow. exactly what it was, actually. Um, but yeah, we had that. But then the rest of the time, it was kind of, um, yeah, just ours to enjoy. Donkey and Shrek didn't really interfere. Wow. Uh, was Shrek's house cold? It seems like it would be really chilly at night. No, we were really worried about that actually. So we took loads of layers and stuff, but they, the, it was really warm and they'd also given us loads of blankets and cozy socks and things to wear. So oh my gosh. it was yeah, really cozy, lovely. And from what I've seen, there's it was really detailed inside, right? There was just stuff on the shelves and it was fully outfitted. Was there anything that you saw that charmed you or that you still remember as being a fun little detail? The, honestly, the whole thing was, yeah, so well done. Um, the little detail I really liked was, you know, in the very opening scene of um, when Shrek's in his house and he like makes his dinner and he makes himself the little drink. It's like martini <laughs> with the eyeball in it. Yeah, They had a replica of that, which was <gasps> really good. Oh my God, they did a good job. They did a great job. Honestly, it was amazing.
uttered the words Genie Plus knows firsthand that vacations require time, money, planning, energy. And if you put all that effort into enjoying your trip already, why not extend the highlights of that getaway into your everyday with FrameBridge? Put that vintage Epcot ticket up in your office and give it a little personality. Surprise your kid with their favorite character's autograph immortalized on the wall of their room. FrameBridge makes it so easy and affordable to custom frame any photo, park map, or even cocktail napkin from a theme park hotel bar in just minutes. You can mock up exactly what it'll look like on their website before you even spend a dime. Things ship fast and they ship for free, and their colorful custom framing means they'll not only help you plan your gallery wall, but make sure your place looks cooler than the interiors of that mid-century modern home within Spaceship Earth. I love the mementos I framed with FrameBridge so much that I rearranged my entire office so I can enjoy them daily. This is not a bit. This is this is true life. They're the backdrop to my podcast Zoom interviews, my Instagram stories, and even the goofy photos we take of Pearl tip-tapping away at my keyboard like she's a miniature employee. Too often, our favorite memories of a vacation are tucked inside our phone or shoved within a drawer. And it thrills me to no end that because of FrameBridge, I can finally be surrounded by my memories. FrameBridge makes custom framing easy, affordable, and enjoyable. And on top of that, their happiness guarantee ensures that no matter what, you'll wind up with something you love. To get started, head to FrameBridge.com, because your precious travel memories shouldn't have to stay in the past. That's FrameBridge.com. It's time for another season of The Palmetto Porch, an original podcast from Discover South Carolina. I'm Devin Whitmire. Join me as I get to the heart of what makes South Carolina such a great place to visit by speaking to the locals who make it so special. Premiering December 5th, find The Palmetto Porch wherever you get your podcasts. And for more information about our show, visit scpalmettoporch.com. Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. Okay, Amy, I have to ask you about something, and we have to talk about it. Tell me about the outhouse. <laughs> I got to know. I don't want to ask, but I got to know about the outhouse. The, out, the outhouse is real. It's, yeah, <laughs> exactly as you would imagine it. I have photos. Oh, my God. It even has the little, you know, the books that he reads when he's using the outhouse. Even oh, that. my gosh. Was <laughs> it was it bizarre to use Shrek's outhouse? Um, yeah, that was probably the, the most surreal yeah. part. Okay. <laughs> Does it all just seem like a dream? Yeah, it does actually. It it still doesn't really feel like it actually happened. I think that you are the only winner of the contest, like the only person who's not Rita Ora who stayed there, right? Yeah, yeah, I think you're right. And we were we asked while we were there, like if they were going to start it as a proper Airbnb that people could go and stay at. But apparently that's not a plan. So yeah, apparently normal people don't get to go. <laughs> oh my God, it's only you who live to tell the tale. Yeah. <laughs> oh, 
How did your friends react to it when they were there? Were they like a few hours in thinking, okay, I'm kind of getting old of this? Or were they into it the whole time? No, they were into it the whole time. Yeah, they're definitely not as big Shrek fans as I am. <laughs> um, but they really enjoyed it. And I think we all we all quite like kind of, you know, camping and outdoorsy things anyway. So it was it was quite a nice environment for us to spend time in anyway, even if it hadn't been Shrek's fault. What did you do on that full day between the nights? We we went for a swim, actually. Um, what? <laughs> Where? Amy and I are, were keen wild swimmers, and there was a little walk just up the hill from Shrek's Vault. So we went there and we had to swim. Did they give you a map or did you just find it? We just found it. Well, they told us where it was, okay. but it was really easy to find. It was literally maybe like a 10-minute walk up the hill. Oh, my um, God. Yeah, it was great. Wow. Wait. And then we got to come home and Shrek, cozy up in the swamp. Does Shrek have a shower? Yes, Shrek has a shower. Okay. <laughs> well, for Shrek, it's a like a bucket that he like yeah. pours over himself. But we had access to a shower. Okay. <laughs> for for Amy and Amy and Beth, there's a real shower. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh what was the what was the bed like? It was genuinely the comfiest bed I've ever slept in. Oh my I'm not, God. I'm not just saying that. It was so comfortable. <laughs> um, so the first, the first morning you wake up, do, what is going on in your brain? Because I assume it takes a second to realize I am inside Shrek's house at his swamp. Do you know what? It actually didn't. I said this to Beth and Amy while we were there. Because usually, yeah, if you're in a strange place, you'll wake up and you have that moment where you're not sure where you are. But I woke up in the morning and instantly I was just like, oh yeah, Shrek's funk. <laughs> That's normal. Just just like the movie. <laughs> just like the movie I've seen. Uh, does your sister regret not going? I think she does. Yeah, I'm sure she does. You left with Shrek Crocs. Um, yeah. Was there any other, like, did you get like a Shrek jacket or a sweatshirt? or? No, it was just the Crocs. Just the Crocs. The Crocs but are so good. I'm wearing them just so much. Oh my God. <laughs> Have people mentioned, have people seen you wearing the Crocs and they are like, oh, cool shoes. And you go, I've stayed, I've stayed at Trick Swamp. Well, no, because they're, they're not really shoes that you can kind of get away with wearing much, especially not oh. here. Like I live in a, in a tiny village and I think <laughs> I would be. <laughs> I, that, that might be my Los Angeles privilege showing. Yeah, I'm sure in, in LA you could get away with it. Oh, but we're, little... we're all wearing Crocs. Um, <laughs> well, so Crocs, much... sure. But oh, these, yeah. have, these have a nose. have a nose uh when you came home did you like, tell people about it were people freaked out or were they interested in it no everybody has found it just hilarious i think yeah um like my parents couldn't believe it and obviously then my sister had her wedding of so course it was quite a big talking point then as well <laughs> i was telling all the family about being at shrek's home <laughs> you know that is like the ideal wedding talking point then mm. everyone's like, what's new with you, Amy? What's happening? And you're like, I just spent Halloween weekend in Shrek Swamp. No big deal. Yes. <laughs> there were no awkward silences, that's for yeah. sure. <laughs> Not at all. And you didn't wear the Shrek Crocs to the wedding? I didn't. I, mm. I did think about it, but I didn't want to risk, you know, overshadowing or yeah. getting in the way. <laughs> I completely I thought understand. best not to. <laughs> I'm still just so charmed by the fact that you traveled all this way and rolled up to it and it was exactly what you expected. 
I mean, what you hoped yeah. for. I think what you expected was a little yeah. rougher around the edges. <laughs> but what you hoped for. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I didn't think it could possibly be so good, honestly. Thank you so much for coming on the podcast. Not at all. Thank you for having me. Okay, this is not a question. This is just a comment from Brittany in Orlando. Today I discovered that there is a corduroy Shrek claw clip for your hair. And I feel like it is the energy that you need to bring to Shrek Simber. So I thought I would pass that along. It's a hot topic. It's on sale for only $10. So live your dreams, Carly. Be as Shrek as you want to be this Shrek Simber. I am counting my blessings because this call from Brittany came in in mid-October. And I was like, I hope it's still for sale. I hope it's still for sale. I hope it's still for sale. It is still on sale at Hot Topic. And it is still around $10. So if you yourself want this hair clip... I will put a link to it in the show notes. I actually forgot until I was prepping this episode that I bought from Hot Topic months ago, like a Shrek, Shrek, like a, like skirt, I think it, skirt, skirt overall, overall, overalls, but it's a skirt with Shrek. But now I, I'm realizing I don't know where that is in my closet and I have to find it. But yes, the Shrek merchandise out there is fantastic. I highly recommend it. And I hope you have a wonderful shrek summer. Hi, Carly. This is Amanda from Chicago again. I was just in Zurich before Thanksgiving for my unfortunately unrelated to big chocolate job, though I am well-versed in Swiss chocolate as a civilian, so hit me up if you're ever going. Anyway, I made a stop by my favorite little shop to see if the Stipe Shark was still on display, but alas, he did not appear in any of the windows, which had been transitioned to wintry holiday themes. I went inside to see if he was still on the shelf, but there was no Shrek to be found, which hopefully means he'll celebrate Hanukkah in the loving embrace of his forever family. A couple days later, I was in a larger children's store, and when I ascended an escalator, who should appear on a high shelf? Another Shrek. So if you are in need for a last-minute Hanukkah gift for Pearl, there's still time. And just to clarify, while I may have intentionally gone to one store to check on the Shrek status, I was not scouring all of Switzerland for the sake of this Turo's Hotline update. Um, I was browsing to find something to bring back to my two-year-old, and the Shrek found me. They're stalking me now, apparently. Anyway, to tie this back to the podcast, I wanted to say that I loved your episode on travel souvenirs and wanted to say that as your daughter progresses into more solid, it is going to open up more options for snack-based souvenirs from other countries. Uh, rather than a toy, I ended up bringing back a bunch of different Swiss toddler snacks from the grocery store. And while my daughter had no concept of where they came from, it was so much fun to watch her try different things. So anyway, get excited for future travel snacks with Pearl and happy Shrek-thumber. Amanda! <laughs> Coming in with the perfect Shrek Sember call. Oh my gosh. Now, uh, if you listen in every week, you know that Amanda has called in before and told us about Shrek, the Shrek Stife. I think that's how you say it out loud. Now I'm getting very nervous to say it out loud. Uh, the Stife, the stuffed animal plush thing, uh, whatever you want to call it. And so to get another call about this is very, it's just very, very exciting. I cannot explain to you how thrilled I am to get Shrek updates globally straight from Switzerland for your very, very cool, although sadly not chocolate related job. Uh, Amanda and I were, we were uh, texting on 747 churros and I, I really, I mean, I totally thought Amanda was a chocolatier and unfortunately no, but we are still getting Shrek updates. Shrek is everywhere. This is so incredible. Uh, as for 
toddler snacks being one of the treats that I'm going to look forward to getting as one of my many, many, many travel souvenirs. This is fascinating to me because this never crossed my mind because I like doing this myself. I'm currently looking at uh, a bunch of candy my friend got me from London. Uh, If you know, is it Percy Pig? That's what it's called, right? Hold on. Why am I, why am I not trusting my brain? Yes. Percy Pig and then Colin the Caterpillar. Um, I have those in a little drawer on my desk and they're so fun to eat because it's like, ooh, a little foreign yummy, as I've said many times before and on that episode. But to think of like giving it to someone else and watching their reaction, a whole other layer. Now, I don't want to turn this segment of the podcast into uh, you and I having a very long phone tag conversation, but I do want to know what, what a Swiss toddler snack is. Is it is it like dried, like a dried moon cheese, like a dried cheese thing? Or is it I don't, like, I don't know, is it like black licorice? I don't know. I don't know. What is it? What are, what are Swiss toddlers like? Is it just chocolate? Is it just really good chocolate? Please let me know, even if it's um, off <laughs> off podcast, because now I'm curious. Which also makes me think, um, some of the best gifts I've ever gotten have been one of those subscription services for foreign snackies, like foreign little chippies and things. And they should do one of those for kids. Someone take that idea and run with it. Just little foreign snacks to have your have your kids try out and enjoy. I guess you can give any snacks to a kid. Maybe? I don't even know. I'm too new at this. Okay, I'll stop talking. But thank you for the call. Happy Shrek-sember. I hope you found a really great present for your child. And thank you for calling. That's our show! Thank you all so much for listening. And a very special thank you to Amy McElhenney, who came on this podcast to tell us all about her stay at the Shrek Airbnb. I still cannot believe we got Amy. I am am beyond thrilled. Amy also does incredible graphic design work. If you are ever in need or just want to check out her stuff, you can find it at amymcelhenney.co.uk slash work. But that link will also be in the show notes because it's much easier to click a link than to type anything out. You can rate, review, and follow Very Amusing on Apple Podcasts and rate and follow us on Spotify. This is the first episode we've had come out since Spotify's Unwrapped, debuted, was released, whatever you want to call it. And I just want to thank everyone who listens to this podcast and listened this far in the podcast and uh, listened to us enough on Spotify that it showed up on your rankings and you shared it and you tagged with me and it's very special and I'm very, very appreciative. Thank you so much. Truly, this none of this exists without you. You can give us a call. Speaking of, at 747churros, you can send it as a voice note, text it to 747churros, or email it to 747churros at gmail.com. Keep those calls coming. A lot of planning calls. So um, we're going to tackle those in the next few weeks and in the new year, but a lot of planning. I got to start writing some guides. I know, I know it's becoming a pattern where I'm like promising you guides. It's like Rihanna's next album. It's becoming a meme at this point, but I promise guides are coming. (laughs) You can buy very amusing merchandise at very-amusing.com. You can buy Shrek Sever hats at very-music.com and um, I don't know, they make good uh, good stocking stuffers or holiday gifts for people who have any idea what this world is or means. <laughs> you can follow me, Carly Wiesel, at Carly Wiesel on all the platforms and you can join the Fomily at facebook.com slash groups slash Carly Wiesel. This episode was edited Shrek-tastically by Jeff Fox. Thanks so much for listening. See you real soon. Hi, honey, it's mom. Another great episode. I really enjoyed it. But I wanted to take one fast second to thank you for my birthday. It was so great. I know you did all the planning. It was wonderful. But I do have to say my highlight was meeting Owen Wilson. And, yes, 
I definitely did put my hand on his arm to thank him and said, oh, someone's been working out, and he did laugh. So that is 100% true. That was so great, and thank you for everything. I love you so much. Okay, Valerie Marino, awesome trip. She must have had the best time because it was so much fun to hear about everything. It sounded great. I don't know what Masi is, but I'm sure it's something I can buy that I've never heard of before. So Snow G's, I know what those are. They are just adorable. And the clothes sound wonderful. I could use a cardigan. And I will bring an empty duffel when you and I go to Tokyo. A World of Frozen sounds fabulous and wonderful, and I can't wait to see it. So great episode. Thank you, Valerie. That was so much fun. And I would try the blue food. Absolutely. Have a wonderful week. I love you, Carly. I love you, Pearly. Bye.